0: Films We Love, a podcast talking about what you can probably guess, can't you? I'm Talia Ripley.
1: And I'm Ethan Crane.
0: And this episode, we're going to be talking about Sophia Coppola's 2003 film, Lost in Translation, which is Ethan's Choice. Tell me about your history with this film. When did you first watch it?
1: So, I definitely went to see it at the cinema when it first came out in 2003 because I'd really liked Sophia Coppola's first film, um, Virgin Suicides. Um, and I knew that this was going to be another one that, that yeah. I liked to think, because yeah, yeah. that first film. Um, and I find it really interesting thinking about... I've watched this film... I must have watched this film 10, 12 times, I reckon, over, over its lifetime. And it's really... Ch- I've loved it each each time I've watched it, but for different reasons, and the reasons have really changed over... as I've got older watching it, I think. OK, yeah.
0: that's one to explore, then.
1: Yeah, well, so... so Obviously, my my reasons for really liking it now are easier to remember. But I, I do remember first time seeing it that I was much more empathising with Scarlett Johansson's character of Charlotte at the time, because mm-hmm. I was what? Well, how old was I when it came out? I was thirty two when it came out, okay. and so not far out my twenties, not that far out of my not knowing what the hell I'm doing with my life, yeah, sort of sort of phase, yeah, sort of you know, asking around, not knowing not knowing who you are, whatever. But uh, but um, but then, as time's gone on, especially now. I mean, this this viewing now, I was so in Bob Harris's head and Bill Murray's character's head. Yeah. So and now it's all about thinking about what it's like to be a forty-something man and and meeting a, a a beautiful and interesting young woman and mm-hmm. how you deal with that sort of thing. It's comp- completely changed around sort of thing. But but now I'm I'm sort of quite flabbergasted that you can enjoy it for such different reasons in some ways but then yeah. and beyond all that as well it's just a lovely film about about friendship as well in some ways that um i mean it's it's romantic but it's also just about platonic friendships as well isn't it and we'll get more into that later i think yeah. i
0: i think it's just like a really big question mark and i think that's yeah. what is i i really like about the film you know is is that you don't know you like to say is it there is a confusion about if it's platonic yeah. or if it's um you know romantic love or or whatever but that's that's something i think is really fascinating about it
1: yeah yeah no absolutely and and that's the thing that stands out for me now i think and that's my favorite theme of it when i'm watching it now i think is that ambiguity between between those those two sides of it that is it yeah. is it romantic or is it the platonic relationship between them? but okay. definitely when i first watched it i was watching it through the eyes of you know the the weirdness and wonderfulness of japan and and the what it's like to get traveling and be in exciting places but not knowing what you're doing with your life kind of thing because
0: that's true I had been
1: doing we have been doing a little bit of that in the like twenties sort of thing it was yeah, yeah. so it, it's it's really interesting just to, to see how it's changed. Not many films do that, I don't think, do they and you don't yeah. find
0: because it's a classic thing. You know, yeah, it laughed about, and you know, you used to watch a TV series, and you fancied the main character. Then you start, you carry on, you rewatch it in your later life, and you start fancying the main character's mum or something. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's that's always given out as a kind of depressing trope kind of thing, but. You,
1: well, I mean, that is another fascinating thing. That's because, um, as you well know, I've I've always had quite a thing for Scarlett Johansson as, yeah. as an actress, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: But which I could accuse you of just choosing it because of
1: that. But... me choosing this film because right, of that, yeah. But it's almost it's almost like the opposite of that with this film. I think I've I've often tried to make an argument about actresses like Scarlett Johansson, and you've done your utmost to disbelieve me all the time. Like I, I've talked about Scarlett Hansen and Jennifer Lawrence and. Florence Pugh nowadays as well, yeah. is that although they are attractive... Maybe digging
0: a hole, but go on. Yeah, yeah go okay, on.
1: already this early in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Although they are attractive actresses, there's so much more to them than um, than just being, you know, Hollywood stars, whatever, attractive Hollywood stars. They're... I, I. It's really difficult to put your finger on what it is about, but Scarlett Johansson has it, has it in spades in this film, I think. Some of it's about... I mean, a lot of it is about... Um, the attractiveness of her obvious intelligence in the film, I think, and and I was noticing in this as well, how they've really gone, made an effort to not dress her up to look attractive at all. Her clothes are really quite dour that she wears all through her, this. Uh, yeah. The colors they're very yeah.
0: muted. They're all yeah. really, really, um, yeah, yeah, really pale grays and pink, uh, peachy kind of like, ugh. but yeah,
1: and she doesn't, she doesn't wear things to sort of accentuate looking good or anything as well. She, I mean, she dresses no. very much like a, a Yale graduate, I suppose, is what she's meant to yeah. be, isn't it?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, she doesn't look like Black Widow. No, she doesn't look like Black Widow, no.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, no, you were saying about how you're you defending your fancying of, of Scarlett Yeah, Hanson. I mean, in other... other it is okay yeah. to fancy oh, Scarlett I No, 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 Hanson. but
1: other other films of Scarlett Johansson in, she's much more fancyable in, I think, than in this film. I mean, and she she is, but for, for very different reasons. And it, this is the... You know, it's like I remember when we watched um, what's the film with Jennifer Lawrence, the one where she's advertising the mop, Joy, oh, yes, Joy, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, it's uh, the fieriness of her character in that film, which is so alluring. There's an alluringness about attractive people that goes beyond their, their. Mm. So you're saying that you. Fancy you've got tone all in your voice of again. <laughs> Hansen,
0: rather than just because she looks attractive
1: but that's what but that's what that's what films sometimes are made out to do aren't they they are just putting the attractiveness of the person on display and it's a and it's a really good film when it puts the whole of the character on display that they're that they're playing as well and you're sort of it's sort of like you you want to be friends with them as well as you, as well as like as fancy yeah. them as well. And it's almost like what, what um, Bob Harris, Bill Murray's character is doing in this as well. He's, he's feeling that, that sensation, I think in this yeah. film as well, which is why, why it works so well as a film. I think he's, yeah. he's embodying the audience's attraction to Scarlett, to Scarlett yeah. Hanson's character in this film. I think. And
0: for what it's worth, I think Scarlett Hansen is incredibly attractive and yeah, no, I can definitely watch her a lot as well. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's not your only reason. For this <laughs> so
1: I, I know that this podcast is just going to be yeah. punctuated every now and then by your mocking me for <laughs> trying, to, trying to make a case for, for finding Charlotte Addison's as a character attractive for some other reason yeah. than just the fact she's an attractive woman. No, yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's
0: fine. Yeah. Um, so the... the Actually, what, what do you think is the nitty-gritty of why, you know, the, the what go into like... What scenes you you like?
1: So, why why? What is it about this film really that that really does it for me? Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, the Japan is one one part of it, isn't it? Japan has a whole character of it of its own in this. It sort of has this this. Um, but actually, let's talk about Japan later because that's not the main part of it. That's sort of, sort of the background mm. to it. But the, I think the it is. For one thing, it is peak Bill Murray, this film, I think. I don't think a film has ever been, has ever better suited him than this. It's quite it's
0: so- a surprise, wasn't it, when it, it came out that you, I didn't really think of Bill Murray. I can't remember seeing him in anything before this, that I was so impressed by him. Groundhog Day? No, it's not, you know, but it's, not really, it's, yeah, mean, it's in a really,
1: You mean in a sort of dramatic sense? I guess yeah. so, yeah. In the way you yeah. might think of, you might say the same about Jim Carrey in It's on the Thunder on the Spotless Mind or something. You Yes, you had, you hadn't it's only flexing some dramatic yeah. muscles, yeah. But, but in some ways it's obvious, really, isn't it? I mean, that Bill Murray can do this. He has the hangdog hang expression that he does in this all the way through. Is just It's just Bill Murray, how Bill Murray's been, isn't it? For, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's certainly how he's been in, in Groundhog Day and, and other films since then, in films he's done with Jim Jarmusch and, and things like that. He's, yeah. he, he's often been like, but he's never been as good as this, I don't think. And didn't Sophie Coppola say that she wouldn't have made this film if she hadn't got Bill Murray to play yeah, it? Yeah, she was thinking think of him so. all the way through writing it as well. I, yeah.
0: It is really hard to imagine it with somebody else in. Yeah. Um, there's something... There's some sort of belief you have that he is... You, you sort of trust his um, intentions towards Charlotte as well, I think. Well, you, you know that he's got all sorts of things going on in his mind.
1: What, you trust that he's not going to step out of line, you mean? Yeah. You mean you trust that he's well, not going to make a pass at her. Really.
0: You think he's probably tempted but that somehow he's definitely tempted. there is a decency yeah. about him that you think is you know that you trust his character ultimately. Um so
1: that's well, that's why you're he's You're not entirely
0: you know, sure. There's there's a discomfort in thinking when you first watch it not being 100% sure about what's going to be happening here. Um
1: no I mean there's quite a few quite a few bits where he sort of has the opportunity to do something and you wonder what what charlotte would have done if he had done something don't you i mean going going back to you you asked me the question you know what what the key scenes in this film kind of thing i think my favorite my favorite moment of the whole thing is when they're lying on the bed in i think it must be his his hotel room and they've just had a quite sort of deep meaningful conversation about what's marriage about and Mm -hmm. charlotte said how lost she is and she kind of falls asleep and her foot touching his leg, mm. and he just puts his hand on her foot. Yes, and you think that's as far as it's going to go. This thing—that's yeah. just—I mean, even that is almost stepping over the line. But that's it. That, thats mm. the line it's going to take. And you—and you kind of really, really feel what his position at that point. I love—I love that moment.
0: I yeah. mean, in some ways, it's what's so delightful is although they are in this strange sort of you know, there's the ickiness of a really big, um, age difference is, 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 isn't great, but, and, and, and you don't really know, and is it just a platonic friendship, but in some ways it's a little bit like that beginning part of any relationship where, um, especially, well, the, you have when you're younger and you have long periods of flirting and not really knowing where you, where you are. Yeah. Um, or maybe people don't have that anymore because you you, you sort of have online discussions, first of all. So I'm you,
1: sure there's an online version of it. I imagine yeah. so. but yeah. it's,
0: So just that initial phases where you're not sure, where you're giving each other a lot of attention and you're enjoying and really getting into each other's company and you don't really know where it's going. Yeah. And really that's their entire so, well, that's everything. quite a lot of the film is, the is about film.
1: And, and those and that's those are kind of delightful moments of life when yeah. they're very very exciting on those thrilling things they're, yeah. They're, yeah.
0: they're always the bits of your life that you kind of remember yeah, yeah, film, yeah. what's going on there yeah but you but they're kind of stuck in that they have to be stuck in that because yeah. well uh that they're, they're, they're both married and that they have this but I think more than that it is this uneven you know, yeah this, this uneven...
1: Story. and Bob Harris knows that he he would be. He, for one thing, he would be ruining a thing that they have by by yeah. going anyway with this, and and he doesn't he doesn't want to. He he really regrets cheating on his wife in the film, and doesn't doesn't really want to have done that, and he, he wants his marriage to work. Do yeah. you think
0: yeah. so? The bit so he cheats with the um, the, the singer, singer in the bar, yeah, who does a fantastic version of Scarborough Fair. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I love also her. When she comes up and sits next to him at the bar, like you only see her for about like 15 seconds or something, but her yeah. looks at him are just amazing. And I've
0: got yeah. you, the, the film doesn't delve in any way into how they get into bed no. or anything like that. Yeah. It's just she goes, comes up to him in the bar, says hi, yeah, in a really artificial manner, and then you just see him waking up. He's on his own in the bed at that point, and she can't remember what
1: something happened. It. Yeah, it. yeah.
0: Oh, no, it's so good, but um, yeah, so he. I'm not sure if he feels bad about his wife or if he feels worse about About Charlotte
1: about Charlotte I think he I mean he has that conversation with his wife on the phone just after while he's walking down the street
0: Mm. and
1: he kind of feel well I think I think because when he wakes up in the bed and he's just remembering that he's actually slept with the singer I think those looks of pain on his face are for his wife in some ways you know it gave me it gave me the impression that he hadn't done he hadn't cheated on his wife before that's the impression I I'm mean you can't really tell, but that's the Maybe. impression I'm, i I got. Yeah. That yeah.
0: that's that's a nice way of looking at to be fair, because at that point he could easily cover it up from Charlotte who's on another floor, but who just unfortunately had yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would have done point. wouldn't if, if, he, yeah. if he Yeah. If he
1: had any sense. Uh, but go, going back to other points of this, you know, why why what does why does this film really get me? What's it do for me? I think um part of it is like thinking about I mean, I'm not really thinking this as I'm watching it, but knowing that Scarlett Johansson was really young when she filmed it, I mean, she was only seventeen, is that right? When she filmed seventeen on yeah. yeah, I think I mean, she's playing a twenty-four-year-old, so that Sophie Coppola has said, but she was actually seventeen when she made it, um,
0: which is a ridiculous. It, normally, it's always the other way around, isn't it? You know, yeah, t- playing twenty-four-year-olds, yeah. but seventeen-year-olds. But yeah.
1: Sophie Coppola must must have seen something in her. I mean, I mean, she only. Uh, the only, she'd done, this wasn't like her first major film. She'd done Ghost World before this. which okay, was She was, yeah. you know, she's one of the main stars in that. Yeah. And she was also in The Man Who Wasn't There as well, which I hadn't remembered until oh, I, I okay. looked it up. But I don't think she had a major part in that. So she wasn't a nobody, but this is definitely the film that made her, I'd say. Yeah, I do yeah. remember
0: Ghost World. That was, um, she wasn't, she, was the, she wasn't the was the main character, was she? Yeah, she, she was, was one of the main two characters, okay. not it? but the yeah. other one was, that I always think it was the main one, but she was the mate. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty, yeah. Yeah, pretty important. So
1: But what I what I love about, I mean, she's obviously in this she's uh you know, she's not she's still a up and coming actress. She's not that that experienced yet. Mm. And I just love lots of the interactions she has with Bill Murray. It looks like she's genuinely finding him funny. Like there's there seems to be like a you know, you're you're not really watching acting in some ways. You feel even if it's not true, even if it was all scripted, it feels like Bill Murray's kind of improvising and charming her with his with being funny. And she's actually being charmed by it and you'll feel like you're watching that at the time. Yeah. On
0: another level, there is like if you just think about the characters involved the people involved, the actors involved, yeah. There's a kind of metal level of them actually being quite similar to their characters, aren't there? Because yeah. you've got um, Scarlett Johansson who is very young uh, not very famous. Not very famous. Yeah. But probably confident and well aware of her beauty. Yeah. You know? Um, and has this confidence and an intelligence as well i think as a as a person um bill murray who obviously is
1: a very famous very famous can, yeah, at this point, yeah
0: also must be thinking am i going to pull this off am i am i going to look like you know Jimmy Stewart and Vertigo and everybody will go. Ugh, <laughs> yes, horrible.
1: Yeah, can I be the older man who can I make it look convincing that I can charm this? Yeah, young, because young it actress? has to be. Yeah.
0: It can't just be that. Oh gosh, she's she's beautiful. Of course, you'd be captivated by her. You've got to believe that she would be. Yeah. Um, you know, really it's not, and it's not just oh, he's a famous actor, so therefore. He that there's certainly the character can rely on that, but you've yeah. also got to really believe that she would find him attractive.
1: Yeah, yeah, ways. yeah.
0: Um, so it must have been. I don't know. I don't think that's that yeah. easy because it's a big ask when Bill Murray isn't. You know, he, he's no George Clooney. He's not like really, really handsome guy. So he must have thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you
1: think that's? Do you think that's one of the reasons why? this film is so beloved in some ways in that you're not just watching two actors playing characters, you're watching two actors actually being the people that they're playing as well. Is that, does that I'm, make
0: for a good film? I don't know. I've never thought of it until, until to- talking about it now. So no. it's not something I'm wearing in my mind, but possibly there is something very real that comes out, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I think.
1: Can you think of any other films where you, it, you're you know you feel like the actors are playing the roles you
0: can't ask me questions like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah give me a week okay maybe
1: Maybe we'll edit that back in at a later date yeah 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 Yeah. have a little
0: yeah a santa come in
1: um Uh, and and, um sort of leading on from that a, a bit a little bit i think another thing that really charms me about the film is is that it seems a very good representation of two people becoming friends as well. It's really believable. Like the the little, like they don't, doesn't happen instantly, does it? It happens over a series of three, four, five meetings, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. there's little, you know, smiles between them and little bits of conversation, but especially Charlotte as well. She's sort of, she's quite demure and not a little bit, slightly dismissive of him a little bit to start with she doesn't think she probably probably you know thinking who am i to think i can be friends with a big famous actor or something
0: she's very confident i was thinking about this she comes uh so she sits next to the bar with him that's okay the first time they meet in the bar yeah and they can't sleep um and then i think she sends over Sends over some, some so
1: drink. peanuts or something, isn't it?
0: No, I, it was, I don't know. Oh, was it a drink? Oh, right. Oh, it I thought he was, it was drinking drink. the peanuts. Right? No, it was in a little bowl, but okay. it was a sake yeah, bowl. Yeah. Um, and that's a very sort of bold move, really, and then just sort yeah. of says hi or something. Yeah. And and I think you can see, like, he, he's sort of all kind of, like, pleased with himself. Oh, a young, young lady has, yeah. like, sent yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. the moment where he goes out and he's got the uh, bulldog clips Holding his jacket together, so it's the the comedy moment yes. of that, yeah, yeah. that collapsing. There is a lot of comedy in it as well. Yeah, obviously, the from is going to have some comedy in, but um, that's there's some fun. I mean, a lot of it does rely on the, um, the 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 craziness of Tokyo, and to some extent, the kind of mild. Sort of Mod stereotyping
1: of the Japanese language yeah. yeah yeah we'll come on to that a bit later in the different Any section, example. I think but but yeah.
0: there's still despite the fact like i'd say the scene where uh he sent a prostitute somebody's sent yeah. a prostitute round to to entertain him, and I think it's pretty impressive where a scene where it's anything which is involving sort of laughing at rape fantasies and stereotyping racism but I still thought it was really funny
1: yeah that's that's yeah. Good.
0: that's a kind of funny scene
1: I mean maybe you could say it hasn't aged that well or something particularly but I think some it, parts yeah.
0: of it no yeah. but yeah
1: can we just get back for a minute to the um to how how much I like the depiction of people becoming friends as well um this sort of relationship with them becoming friends it's also like the how well they do the embarrassed embarrassed moments as well of them becoming friends. Like when they've they've said something that's maybe like pushed it a bit a little bit too quickly or something. And they both they both do this. Both both Bob Harris and Charlotte, they both sort mm. of like say things where they think, oh actually that's you don't do that quite yet sort of thing. And they both look slightly embarrassed. And it's so true to life that I really loved it. And not it must be really difficult to do as well. Maybe it's like you say the actual actors were actually embodying the parts well enough to do that or maybe they're just really good actors (laughs) I don't know yeah
0: but also I think I know what you mean with those but I'm not sure if they weren't am I being slightly flirty am I being slightly forward so not taking it in a friendship relate you know way but in a a relationship way yeah but
1: well like you said earlier like the whole thing is a mix of are we flirting or are we becoming friends with really, yeah. is isn't it? Yeah. Are we having it? It's, I mean, yeah.
0: sometimes there's a almost, you know, quite paternalistic kind yeah. of dad giving advice kind of vibe yeah. to, to things. Which he
1: almost uses to sort of damp down the flirting in some ways, isn't he? Like, yeah. Or, and the film uses it as well. as like, you know, you're cut to a scene where, like, you know, the, the scene on the, like we were talking about earlier with the lying on the bed where he's talking about, she asks him what it's like to be married. And mm. that's, Really damping down the flirting all the time they're talking about that really. Yeah.
0: That's an incredibly yeah. um, poignant bit where he talks about uh, having children. Yes. As well. Yeah. And yeah, again, maybe I haven't seen it in a while, but it it does as as a parent, it does feel quite poignant. You know? Yeah. So was it just saying just saying that they turn into the most delightful people you ever yes. meet? It
1: made me think. I mean, this was written written and directed by Sophie Coppola, who. I'm pretty sure, didn't have children at the time. It was a very astute sort of writing of what it's like to be a parent if you if you aren't one already, I guess, isn't it? Yeah.
0: That's good art. She's putting herself yeah. into somebody else's.
1: Yeah. I was just cute. thinking when we, as we were talking about the, the you know, the is it a friendship, is it flirting kind of thing, we were talking about that mainly from, you know, Bob Harris's point of view, but
0: how much do you
1: did you feel that Charlotte thought they were flirting? all through the film
0: I don't is she too
1: young to kind of realise that or no
0: I don't think a character is supposed to be that young but I think she is slightly guilty of um, something I think you know sometimes beautiful young women not knowing the power they possess not quite Yeah. yeah, yeah that's an interesting question itself but just being being herself being but certainly using some flirtiness for sure. Yeah. But I don't think she's quite sure where that's going to go.
1: No. And maybe she thinks she's using it for for forming a friendship, but she doesn't yeah. realise the effect it's having, really. Because sometimes yeah.
0: that's what you do. Sometimes yeah. flirting is kind of like a default position sometimes, isn't yeah. it? Sometimes that's easier to do than forming friendships.
1: Well, in a way, like, a flirting doesn't have to be just for the... Just with the intention of having a romantic relationship with someone, either does it. Flirting can be with someone because you really want to be really friends with them as well. I think, can't it? I mean, not even with someone who's your own age as well. Like, I mean, what what is what is flirting really? It's just sort of paying attention, just paying deep attention to someone in some ways, isn't it?
0: That's a broad definition of flirting, but you could do that. Would you
1: always would you say flirting always implies a intention to try and sleep with someone then?
0: No, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, flirty people wouldn't say that. I mean, some people would say that's just, um, even in a kind of traditional outlook of flirting, they'd say, oh, a bit of flirting helps life go by, you know, that that somehow that's a... It was almost like that's Love from
1: Fleabag, I think.
0: <laughs> but it's, it, it's something I can imagine it like uh, your aunt saying something like that in a way of sort of saying, "Well, that's just what we did in the offices in the nineteen sixties and things like that." Right. That's yeah. the kind of that's how men and women should be talking with each other, um, and, I, and I don't particularly like that um, that idea that that's some people think that's just the default way that men and women should be just talking or that's a kind of
1: that's kind of an old fa- quite old-fashioned old yeah. sort of view of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so do you do you not do you not think if you if you meet someone if you meet a guy that you like um that, uh, and you and you want to be friends with them because you are they're, they're a really sort of like attractive personality but you're not interested in them um you know romantically hmm. would you not think you might acting the same sort of way as you would if you were flirting with them because you really want to be friends with them
0: but you don't ask that of if I meet a woman that I was oh no
1: no no with. I would I would mean that as a woman okay. woman as well but let's let's talk about a guy because it's more interesting comparison between how you behave with a guy you want to be friends with and how you behave with a guy you want to get involved with
0: no I think you'd be really careful because if you thought I just like this person because you, you have to think about being misinterpreted so no get. I guess, I actually, guess it's you yeah you really don't do that
1: yes no that is true you do have to worry when about you're
0: young and you're less um
1: knowledgeable of it. yeah I was yeah. gonna
0: say shackled um <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I thought you were gonna say like you, you you sort of learn more about the dangers of this the older you are uh, you know that you can you can actually sort of like give people the wrong impression when you're a bit
0: as you no, I, I think if you, I was going to say that when you're young and you're more sort of open to things, you just you know you, you go forward any in any direction. Anyway, yeah. but I think we're, yeah, we're we're
1: diverting away from the film, though, aren't we? So so I've got a few more things which um, are my you know the reasons why I absolutely love this film. I mean, um, the karaoke scene is like karaoke scene. The karaoke scene. I don't think I've seen in a karaoke scene in film that I like as much as this karaoke scene. No. Partly it's again because of the. You you feel when like, particularly when Bill Murray picks up the microphone to think to sing more than this, you feel that he's you actually feel that he's really nervous about singing this in front of Scarlett Hansen, don't you? Because you feel like he yeah. thinks that he's not that good a singer, and that so comes out in the performance, and it's it's, and it's beautiful. It is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It's a wonderful thing
0: because it's not wonderful singing. No, but it's, it's really heartfelt. And 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 yeah it's it's great yeah her her, what is it is it brass in pocket right yeah
1: when she sings brass in pocket with pink wiggle i mean that that is very difficult scene not to fall in love with scarlett when she's singing that Mm. it's very 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 seductive scene yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) when
0: you think she's being a bit flirty but she's probably a bit drunk at that point as well what you
1: and and that is definitely like the film is definitely gives you the impression that bob harris is like very smitten with her at the Of her singing in the wig, isn't it? Because immediately after that, you have him sitting outside on that bench, don't you? And he's sitting down and she leans her head on his shoulder and he almost leans his head back, but not quite and doesn't do it. it? Yeah,
0: yeah, you feel there's a lot, there's a lot of restraint in his behavior, isn't it? Which is what perhaps that's a very attractive thing to see as well. Just
1: in uh, in actors, yeah, when no, well,
0: in in his character, in his character,
1: yes, yes, you're because it. You immediately empathise with them. You sort of think about, you know, the tempta- temptations and the restraint that you show in situations yourself. I guess, don't you, when you're, yeah, yeah, in, in similar, yeah.
0: I mean that whole that whole scene really. That not the the whole evening they have is wonderful. I think I do love. I think there's something about montages of good nights out. Yes, yeah. Which is brilliant. The kind of them getting to the bar. I thought it was a kind of house party at first, but it's a bar, like, with the crazy balls. Yeah. Um, and they meet this guy, uh, Charlie. And, Charlie Brown, yeah. And he's charismatic, and that's really interesting, and it gets thrown out of the bar. Yeah, what crazy what's that about, chased... the guy chasing
1: him with, the, with a gun of some, some kind? Sort of,
0: like, weird BB gun thing. Yeah, 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 um,
1: yeah. You don't understand what's going on. You're kind of pleased that you don't understand. No. You want it to be mysterious. Yeah. But
0: there is something i don't know like i think i haven't had that happen to me but sometimes when you're out and especially in a foreign country and you don't quite know what's going on but something really fun happens and you end up running around yeah running through the arcade yeah jump trying to get find cabs and yeah oh it just seems like brilliant
1: yeah yeah i mean that's i think that scenes where where the character of japan kind of or tokyo comes comes into its own isn't it like yeah,
0: some of the obviously the amazing lights and things and the yeah. adverts and um, just that place they go into, which has got uh, like loads of fruit machines, but they they look quite different from fruit machines I'd know in in the UK. Yeah, that, that's that's
1: where Charlotte goes in on her own, doesn't she she goes to look in the arcades. No, no, no. Oh, we yeah, know they oh, when together. they're together. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah.
0: that's just yeah. No, that's just the whole scene is fantastic. Yeah, and of course, then that ends with him quite drunkenly phoning his wife. Yes. She's quite touching and quite yeah. sad about...
1: Because he's just because he's just put Charlotte to bed, hasn't he? And he's deliberately folded the bed sheet over. He's kind of saying, no, I, I am not. I'm definitely not getting into this yeah. bed. Yeah. Also, I yeah. mean,
0: I think we have a... Because it used to be the normal thing. Oh, look, she's semi-comatosed and drunk. It's a good opportunity for him to have sex. that's <laughs> It's really really not.
1: So I've got just one more thing to say yeah, yeah, about yeah. why I like this film so much. I mean there's lots of things because it's one of my favourite films so yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a lot of things to say. Yeah, um, The music I think the music which mm-hmm. is somehow I don't know how Sophie Coppola knew that Air and Jesus and Mary Chain and My Bloody Valentine would fit Japan so well but somehow it just seems so perfect and Every time I hear the, hear the that music now, I think of this film. Generally, and um, particularly uh, particularly the air song "Alone in Kyoto" that they play when Charlotte goes to watch the wedding when she gets the train to Kyoto and she's in the cherry blossom trees and watching watching it's, that wedding.
0: Yeah. It's it's so it's she's going to Kyoto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to Kyoto on the bullet train, and they tray, definitely yeah. didn't write the song for the movie. Oh, they did. Yeah, oh, they did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That, like a <laughs> that would have seemed a weird really coming amazing to amazing way to
1: sense other Yeah. No, she. I think uh, Sophie Coppola directed one of their one of their music videos before this, because uh, she really liked them and she really wanted them to write write music for them. So films.
0: she directed music videos as well.
1: Uh, some. Yeah. As well as. As well as her, Spike John's, Yeah. Which is
0: famously is possibly what the character of Charlotte's husband is.
1: is yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very much an autobiographical. Mm. um story, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so you can going back back to the back to the music. The those song and, and the and the Jesus and Mary Shane who why would you think that like, you know, uh, a band famed for massive guitar-y feedback songs would would fit this so well. But like the when they play Just Like Honey at the end, like when she's walking mm. away and he sort of chases after her, it just seems so perfect. It's it just I know, it seems it, seems and like, it's such
0: yeah. an, I mean that U scene is Wonderfully, uh, it's so wonderfully romantic, isn't it? And yet, you know, it's the classic. you know, the couple are going to be separated. As you know, is somebody going to go? Some, you know, it's like the are they going to make it to the airport to like stop them leaving kind of moment. But yeah. ultimately, you know, they don't. Yeah. Nobody. You know, you know, you know that they're going to. No, it's yeah. more yeah. Casablanca.ry Let's just carry on as normal. It's yeah. that's all for the best. Um, but like that, very. Very very heartfelt and just and lovely, and of course, the wonderful thing of not knowing what he's saying, yes as well yeah yeah um yeah, and that moment is very. It's quite paternalistic. You, I mean, I don't know. I have that sense he's just saying.
1: Yeah. Although he does kiss her on the lips afterwards. He does he? kiss her on the yeah. lips afterwards. Which I, I like I liked. I felt it was a good representation of what had happened between them in yes. some ways. So yeah.
0: He looks yeah. really pleased too as well. <laughs> in in an okay way.
1: Yeah. But then as he walks off and he's smiling in a very genuine way, isn't he? As if to say, No, this is right, this is how it should have finished, isn't it? Yeah. And I what I noticed this, I don't think I've noticed it before, but she walks away and then she looks back at him over her shoulder with a really quizzical look on her face, as if to say, "What just happened there? Like, was that was that us? Was that us done kind of thing?" And I really like that. I don't. I, I don't take a while to think about exactly what that might might have meant, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but the the music just seemed to fit it amazingly, really. Yeah. And again, you know, with my bloody Valentine, known for their incredibly loud gigs and massive guitar-y feedback. You know, why would you have thought it would fit her? A film like this sometimes it makes me think that perhaps Sophie coppola was thinking these songs that i've been listening to them have given me a sort of feeling and it's that feeling that i'm trying to portray in this film and i don't really know exactly what it is but somehow it's mm-hmm. the same thing and not something that's really easily put into words as i'm obviously not doing at the moment mm-hmm. yeah. i'm not
0: going to help you anymore with that no. but yeah, okay no, yeah no, fair enough
1: yeah, but I think that's that's exhausted my list of okay. reasons I really love so this film. So next
0: question we're going to be tackling is, do you think this film would make a good boyfriend or girlfriend test? So that meaning that if you, you know, it's just a theoretical test that if you've got a new boyfriend or girlfriend that you want them to watch this film uh, and their appreciation of it will, will, you know, make depends how you might, might change your feelings about them.
1: For this film... Yes, very much so. Yeah. If someone didn't like this film, I think I would find it quite hard, like uh, being in a relationship with them. Okay. <laughs> hey. I think because it, I, I know it, I know it sounds like sort of uh, um, overdoing or whatever, but somehow it would tell me that they had no soul. <laughs> of well, what kind. if somebody yeah. said,
0: and I'm not saying this, but yeah. what if someone said, "I, I just can't it well." The age difference is too much. I don't really get it. I don't really think.
1: I would, if it, if this was a uh, conversation you had when you were really young, like in your early twenties or something, I think I would I would get that. I'd understand that. But I think if you were talking to someone who was older, someone in their forties, fifties, um, you think well, but it's a it's a realistic depiction of life, you know. Like it's not like it's not that
0: realistic to her.
1: It's, re- it's realistic that, um, that people in their um, 40s are massively attracted to the beauty of youth in some ways. Though. Yeah. Not, isn't that what we're talking about?
0: It's not very realistic that, that anything comes of it. That no, any, any no, no, no. Any kind of relationship
1: comes of it. No, but, I mean, but it doesn't in this film
0: either. No, 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 it does I mean, that what they have is, is still significant. That's what I mean. Um, they still have a relationship, not a sexual one or anything.
1: What well, so what what you said that's not a realistic depiction you, of
0: Um I don't know, it just isn't doesn't isn't common. It doesn't happen very often. It's you well, it, it could be seen as yeah. a bit of a fantasy for Bill Murray's character.
1: If you're but then people do have friendships over those big age gaps, don't they? Yeah. You have yeah. people who have been their in their forties friends with people in their twenties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't oh, it's not as as common but I mean, this is slightly different because this is slightly more than just a platonic relationship. But, yeah. Also, just yeah. thinking
0: as a test, it's yeah. also saying that... Um, the girlfriend-boyfriend test. Mm. Yeah, the uh, In a way, it's a little bit... Oh, a cat's coming. This is going to be annoying. Yeah. Um, because uh, it, it's talking about loyalty because both characters are almost going to be cheating on their partners yeah so that makes it quite pertinent as a girlfriend boyfriend test doesn't it doesn't it does it, you have a <laughs> representation right, yes. about your own thoughts about loyalty yes
1: mm-hmm. what do you think it'd be different if like uh because
0: one don't... of them had
1: cheated or if they had cheated with you, then would that have felt like um you know you want you want you want something to think i can't empathize with that character if they're someone who would cheat Actually, I don't think that really works. Somehow, you can you can still watch a film where someone has cheated and empathised with the character and and think it's a good film, can't you? And uh, nothing, no film is coming to mind. Oh, okay. okay. So, how about the um, um, before um, Sunrise, for Sunset trilogy?
0: That, that's true. That, so that that that's film. based on the character who is ultimately sort of cheating on his on his wife in order to spoilers for Sunset. Jeez. Yeah. Um Although yeah. Maybe, or maybe it
1: doesn't actually cheat another because they don't
0: we don't know for well, sure.
1: We don't know for sure. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Yeah.
0: Um but I just thought that was quite interesting. Yes. And yeah. I, I another
1: thing I'd think about that why this might be a girlfriend boyfriend test is just for films in general really. Like, I've heard some of the people who don't like this film have said, Well, nothing really happens in it um You know, it's just a sort of like a series of scenes in some ways, and I would not want to be in a relationship with somebody who thought that about this film. <laughs> it's like that—that's a completely different view of of film film watching for me. Like some films do have really good stories, but they don't have to. Uh, I think there yeah.
0: is. There's just this growing relationship between them, and that—that's and what you're observing, and that's that's the story.
1: That's so, but I guess is. people say there's not much action. Going, going on. That's. Oh yeah. I know mean, I mean, this is just something I've read. You know, in criticism of this film, saying nothing happens. I mean, people say that about lots of films, don't they? Lots of films that I really like and think, yes, yeah, stuff is happening, but not in a sort of maybe a traditional Hollywood way. It's not. not no, happening no, like no. That. Fair Yeah. Enough. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Um, so, in the words of some teacher writing in um, kids' textbooks, um, even better if for this film. Yes. I find that quite hard with
1: this film. There's not much I want to improve on it in some ways, apart from possibly the things we talked about earlier about the maybe the slight Japanese stereotyping. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I mean that's one of the things which might get a bit boring talking about older films and then saying, you know, what I'm a bit uncomfortable about this now. Um, I mean, maybe even at the time. Did you feel uncomfortable about it at
1: the time? Do you think this sort of Japanese stereotyping? Obviously,
0: I'm I'm hoping yes but i can't be sure um i think a little bit i mean the business with you know again going back to the the scene i did find funny but the prostitute saying yeah lip my my tights or something um yeah that's just there's just something a little bit uh
1: well, it's mocking of the yeah, it's mocking. mocking of Japanese language isn't it? Yeah, or it's Japanese just, attempt to speak English anyway. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. and, and it's yeah. it's it's quite a classic cliche, isn't it? Yeah. To, um, like I think a really really old cliche that Ellen thing. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, which is probably maybe mildly based in in truth, but also there was you know just showing bits of Japanese television. I mean, I thought that was an interesting thing in that. They're showing bits of Japanese television, and it's kind of like the idea being it isn't this crazy, isn't this mad? Yeah, you're just dropping in on this. I feel that in the nearly whatever, nearly 20 years since films made, that you the West, you know, American, British West TV has sort of caught up. <laughs> yes.
1: Japanese so... TV was ahead of, ahead of, uh, well, if you call it ahead, I'm not sure, but mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I feel that that, that doesn't quite ring so yeah. true. There was a couple
1: of other moments as well with like, um, Bob Harris is sort of kind of just mocking the fact that Japanese characters didn't understand what he was saying, like in, in some, mm. in one of the um, restaurants they're in or something, you know, he'll say something, you know, in full knowledge that the, guy behind the counter doesn't understand what he's saying and it's it's kind of mocking in some ways sort of like it I don't yeah. know I could have done without those a little bit I think is yeah it, Yeah. but it, there's in a, no way it sort of spoils it no,
0: there's a very strange scene which is based on the same you know language confusion funny things but there is something genuinely weirdly funny about it which is when they're in the hospital and he's talking to part of their humour is this mocking it, oh look at this very tiny man yes really. yeah. I think it was a man anyway yeah um, yeah, I think fun. Yeah, and he's ex- he's explaining something. So he's, he's talking. We don't know. We don't. It's, it's, um, Non-Japanese speakers know what he's saying, um, and it's almost like we're just laughing at the fact that he's talking in a different language. I don't know, but the funniest thing about the scene is that the two women behind him, yeah. which is something I'm sure I only noticed in the last couple of viewings, yeah. are really pissing themselves laughing yes. or trying not to laugh. Yeah. Um, I was
1: wondering as I was watching it this time, whether in a sort of like, you know, reverse stereotyping, maybe, maybe Sofia Coppola, whatever the, the old guy's saying to, um to Bill Murray is, is something, um, you know, incredibly mocking of Bill Murray as a, as a white Westerner. And that's what the women are laughing at. And maybe, you know, maybe, so maybe for Japanese people watching it, it's funny in that respect, although I have no idea because we don't know what he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's a nice yeah. idea. But... <laughs> I'd be interesting to, to find out what he's actually saying. I'm sure you can somewhere. Sure really yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, no, it's good. Um, so, um, another thing which has been mentioned, and I've seen conversations with um, Sophie Coffee has been asked this as well. Do you think it was think there was an overuse of of Scarlett Johansson walking around in their underwear in a hotel room?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know why she does it quite so much. There's one bit which I quite like, which is when her husband's putting uh, her, his, his camera case together, yeah. and she walks right in front of him, and he really doesn't look at all. And I yeah, think yeah. that's kind of a little bit dead. Something's dead inside there. Yeah. He's not, you know, not noticing that. Yeah. Um. But the, I know that there's some reason that she's influenced by some sort of artwork to do that first scene, which is just with like Scarlett Hansen
1: lying on the bed with yeah
0: very yeah. very see-through knickers as well yeah it didn't have to be that see-through but perhaps I don't quite understand the reference so I don't know but... and there
1: was some story about Scarlett Hansen not really wanting to do it and Sophia Coppola persuading her to do it Um mm. I even but, read that yeah.
0: Sophia Coppola wore pants as well yeah yeah modelled it for I... us Yeah, don't know I yeah. don't know and that maybe I think but,
1: yeah uh, I don't think I thought that at the time when first seeing it but kind of with a different, slightly different, with a cultural shift nowadays, it Mm, feels... Having a
0: daughter that age. Yeah, that doesn't help. No. Yeah, Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's nice, it's reassuring when the director's female as well, but not, that doesn't give... uh, Doesn't give you complete licence. No. 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 Yeah. The only other thing I would say about, that I find, strangely, just one line that, I just don't like, um, not for any of these reasons we've been talking about, but just the bit where they first meet in the bar and she says, I'm Charlotte can't and Bob Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something about what you're doing here. And he has a line about um, basically going on saying, I'm making two million pounds and shooting an advert when I could be at home doing a play. Yeah. And just the doing a play, I just thought. It doesn't sound like quite right. Like It
1: doesn't sound like something that he'd do.
0: No, it doesn't sound like something he'd do. Or, yeah. Um, it, it sounds... don't know. I, d- I just thought that line, I've always slightly disliked. Okay. I thought it could be better. Anyway.
1: It made me think of um, the film Birdman, actually, which is sort of, you know, with starring Michael Keaton, which That's is exactly true. an action movie star who's making a, who is doing a play. You, <laughs> you, you know?
0: could imagine going off and making that yeah.
1: like, yeah. play. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. It, it seems... Unnecessary because it may it gave you a sort of like a thought of Bob Harris's character that he's a really deep actor who's into doing plays, which isn't really doesn't don't, really feel like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, does it? it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's. I think that's the thing that it doesn't fit with the rest his character in yeah. the rest of the film. It's yeah. you feel that he might. Yeah, you don't really know how he feels about his career, but you certainly yeah. feel he's he's done some yeah. shit.
1: shit. Actually, I did I did feel that. um when the two, there's two businessmen um, sitting across early on, sitting across from him at the bar, mm. and they recognise him, and say, "Oh, you're Bob Harris, aren't you?" Mm. And they say something like, "Oh, I loved you in that film, so and so, all those crashing four cars and and having sort of, and it made me think, and, and you did all your own driving as well." They said, and "It made me yeah. think I couldn't quite picture Bob Harris as an action movie star somehow, and in the sort of, I guess they're sort of talking the Bob in the, uh, you know." Um, Bruce Willis type mode or something, isn't it? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, what yeah. does it mean anyway, doing your own driving? It's not really <laughs> yeah. hard, is it? Yeah. Um, and nobody nobody can actually be filmed acting and driving. You know, it's nonsense anyway. I suppose I what I mean... the idea yeah. of that is that's rubbish because uh, I think I understand that nobody can actually drive. Like You always have to be on a trailer. No, no,
1: yeah, no. But what, what I mean is I suppose I don't... I couldn't really... I wasn't really convinced that... Um,
0: by At Harris work, being okay. an action
1: movie star... Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a
0: bit vague. We don't really know what he's he who, no. who he is. It's um, a very minor point. It really and doesn't, doesn't matter,
1: matter. But but, but yeah. Say. Well, this section is called even better, even if. better if. Okay. So, yeah. He's
0: very rude to them as well. But I guess they do seem a bit dickish. Don't yeah. They? And pretty annoying.
1: Yeah. And and you have to sort of like forgive the fact that someone as famous as he's meant to be gets get that all the time. Yes.
0: Which must be nightmare. Yeah. Um, so, so final question. Yeah. Um, is a bit of a fuzzy one, but does this pass the art test? Does so it? explain not... what
1: you mean by that. Well, I
0: don't know. I think art is something which um, changes you by watching it. Or I think I would broaden it to say makes you ask interesting questions in Yeah. Some way. I... raises points yeah. and questions.
1: Before we sort of talk about that, do you think that's what we're kind of thinking about when we were choosing the series of films that's going to be in these podcasts. Well, we're doing 12 films in this in this series, isn't it?
0: No, I don't think I was.
1: So you weren't because thinking... I
0: can quite definitely say...
1: Some of them in there don't pass the art test. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I think that's what's sort of interesting is that these films are just favourite films, but yeah. that doesn't mean... Artistry is, is something that can be kind of separate from... Yeah that fun relationship that you have with the film
1: so if they're favorite films what does favorite mean exactly that's yeah that's
0: a good question yeah i want you to answer that question before
1: i answer the is does this pass the art test oh,
0: i think a favorite so i think that's a harder one i think it's easier in a way to determine if you feel this is a film that's got some kind of artistic merit yeah i could i can i've got an idea about that yeah but what makes a film a favorite? Well, why have
1: why have we chosen these twelve films to be in this series rather than? I mean, we're not actually going to mention what they all are yet. Are we? No, but, well, yeah. so
0: I think it's easier discussed when you when you know what they are. So okay, maybe so maybe
1: we'll save that for right at the end yeah. when we're yeah. Okay, all right, but this but this film does it pass the art test? Uh, definitely for me, I think probably mm-hmm. this this is one of the of all of the films that we've chosen for these, I think this is one of the ones passes the art test the most, if that's, if that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think every time I watch this film, I think about it for ages afterwards, like for a couple of days often. And I, I've seen it so many times. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's the, it's the, it makes you think questions like, what does it mean to be happy? It's like, you mm. think about, you think, you think like, when what are what are friendships about? What are relationships about? In some ways, you know, like is is like are either of their marriages? Well, it's particularly Charlotte's marriage. Does that have more value than the, the value of her brief relationship with with Bob Harris? Because some some tell, the answer seems to be no, really. I mean, you could say that maybe she had that kind of fiery relationship with her husband for a short while at some point. But it certainly seems like at this moment in time, her relationship with Bob Harris is more important than mm. her relationship with her husband. So does that
0: yeah. sort of, because art is something about reflecting real life, so does yeah. that then make you feel that, think about anything in your own life?
1: Well, it certainly makes me think about the importance of friendships, I think. Mm. I think I think, I, mean, I think. we were having a conversation the other day, weren't we, about like, because um, uh, there was a, an article written recently about... Um, David Brooks, I think in the Atlantic about um, is the nuclear family just a sort of a a temporary, temporary thing in human culture that's come about since the 1950s, and has been valued with huge importance and will possibly die away again. And, Mm. you know, many of the examples he was given were about how it is dying away. And I suppose you could take from that as well, that maybe people being people you know being married in this sort of institution of marriage that you sort of like you know you commit to someone for the whole of your life in to the exclusion of everything else I mean it almost feels like that somehow when marriage has originated you know people would seclude themselves away and would like not really be allowed in the other important relationships in their life and this is sort of saying no lots of other relationships are important as well I think that's making you know friendship relationships not It's saying that you're not going to be romantically involved with other people. I'm only
0: frowning because I don't think that was at the beginning of marriage. I think that's in a certain point in in a kind of, I don't know, in some, yeah, but not, marriage is really old. (laughs) No,
1: no, no, no. Sorry. Okay. But um, if you think of like, say, um, let's say a story like, or the film of Revolutionary Road depicting, you know, really sort of straight-laced suburban 1950s America or something. Then everyone gets married, gets their own house, has their own children, yeah. and their lives become very insular. And that's what the nuclear family is called the nuclear family, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And your relationships outside of that are less important, you know. And the, and the, it's almost like you're they you have to make them less important in order to concentrate on your on your nuclear family life. Mm. And somehow this is sort of suggesting. That's that's not the case in the okay. way, isn't it, do you think? That's yeah, that's interesting. Part of, yeah. I was
0: going to say, the, the thing that I thought, you know, that watching it this time made me think about and, and, and dwell over, I was thinking about the interest of having the two, the power dynamics between the two main characters. Um, and and you just traditionally, we always think of um, a man, especially a wealthy and successful man, is always going to have a greater power than uh, a young woman of you know especially one who's not really had a career or anything like that um but there is definitely a power in Charlotte's character due to her um not just her beauty but also her well her ability to use it i suppose if you you know in it, you could look at it in one way um but yeah i just thought that was kind of interesting just, and i I know that that makes it seem like you're looking at their relationship in a very um as if they're you know it's very combative or something like that, but it's all relationships have power yeah and it's just intriguing to watch that and just think um i don't know just think about how how he feels about her as yeah. well Because
1: um, if you transpose this 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 story sort of like a couple of decades earlier or or more decades earlier that power ambiguity just wouldn't have been there, would it, really, in the same way? Well, it would, it would a little bit, but it wouldn't have played out in the same way. It seems to be playing out in a quite modern way, isn't it? I, I don't bit. know. Yeah. I think
0: it's possible. I, I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't jump in to say that because I think it's... Okay. I, th- I think young women have always been... had a certain power.
1: True, yeah.
0: Um, so I don't know, really. I mean... It was...
1: how, t- how does that... um? So how does that... F- fit into the art test do you think that sort of idea of like seeing that
0: just in that in that it's an example of something that makes you think about life and so you you see something um and it says you know can can you draw a lesson from here and you know you're thinking that you have a certain a certain rule in life for example you know example that older guys have have power in relationships and it's questioning that yeah and that's that's a kind of an art so is that what the art test is
1: about do you think it's like if it if it makes you think about it afterwards really is that
0: um yep I think you're gonna have to be a little bit more definitive about it makes you think <laughs> yes about something yeah um, well I will we'll, we'll, we'll sort of develop the idea it. of
1: what the art test is I mean the reason for having that question in there was not that, it was that we're wondering it's a question about wondering about why we choose certain films and why we value certain films, really, isn't it? Yeah. And so it, we're not really entirely sure what that question's about, is it? But maybe we'll think about that more over yeah, the course of the 12 films, anyway. Okay. Yeah. If you'd like to leave us any comments about um, what we're talking about here, we'd very much like to hear them, um, you can email us us at inbedwith at ethancrane.com. Um, or you can leave some comments on our, our webpage if you go to uh, ethancrane.com and just follow the links for the podcast. And we shall see you next time for the next film. Thank you. Bye. Bye.